Okay, so I'm live. Good morning, bows and bow ties. So look, it is early in the morning. Um, I can't stay on too long because I need to shower and get ready for work. Um, I just want to talk about a couple things. I just want to talk about a couple things. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Let's bring this up real quick. What a weekend. Let me see. Can you see that better? No, we'll go like this. All right. So that's the thumbnail. You got Coco Golf and you've got Prime Time. <laughs> so let me just get into it. So I'm trying not to be too loud because my house is really quiet and I feel like my voice is going to carry upstairs. Um, <clears throat> let me say this. I have watched. I'm going to speak to black athletes for a second because there's always some mess with us, right? I'm not saying other groups don't experience anything, but there's always some mess. And I mean that in a good way. You know, people keep coming for us. All right. Now I watched Coco golf um, throughout the U S open. I didn't always catch all of her matches live. Um, so I watched Coco golf. We had to deal with the Lars Siegemann. You guys have probably already seen my um, short regarding her. I'm like, we don't care about your tears. Okay. Because she was clowning. So we saw Coco golf come through that. She beat the brakes off of Elena Stepanko. For those of you who don't know who she is, um, I think she's Latvian. I can't remember. Um, but she won the French Open, I'm going to say, was it five or six years ago? I can't remember. I remember when she won. She played unconscious. Um, she just hit out. Okay? So anyway, you know, Coco's been coming through a lot. But you know what I want to do? I actually want, I'm going to stop sharing my screen for a second. And I am going to, let me see. I want to play this for a second. Honestly, thank you to the people who didn't believe in me. Um, I mean, like a month ago, I won a 500 title and people said I would stop at that. Uh, two weeks ago, I won a thousand title and people were saying that was the biggest it was going to get. Um, so three, like, three weeks later, I'm here with this trophy right now. Um, so, the <laughs> you know, I tried my best to carry this with grace and I've been doing my best. So honestly, to those who thought we're who those who thought who were putting water on my fire, you're really adding gas to it. And now I'm really burning so bright right now. Honestly, okay, thank you to the people so who didn't believe in me. We are um, Okay, stop, stop, stop. What? Okay. So basically, for those of you who don't know, Coco Golf won the U.S. Open at the age of 19. They were giving her a lot of crap. They were always comparing her to Serena Williams. And don't get me wrong. It is great to be compared to Serena Williams and Venus Williams. But she came through it. Right. So she won the U.S. Open. And, you know, I was here for it. I was cracking up at her speech because she gave a great speech. But she was like, for all the haters out there, I was like, yes, talk your stuff. Walk your walk, talk your talk. And this is what I'll segue into because Prime in a second. You know, she was walking her walk and talking her talk. Now, I'm going to get into something else. I should have brought up Simone Biles, but, you know, Simone Biles is arguably the greatest ever at, at the sport of gymnastics, okay? She went on a tear at this last Olympics, the, the, the Olympics before that, this the current Olympics that just passed a few years ago, um, she did not really perform. I guess she was dealing with some mental health issues. I think she had a family death or something. I don't know. She 
she is otherworldly. Um, so we had another young lady who was just, she was really talented, um, Sunisa Lee. And I don't want to take away from her accomplishment because she still had to go out there and perform, but she ended up being the other American gymnast that um, won the all around in, instead of uh, Simone Biles. But if we were being honest, had Simone competed the way she was supposed to compete, um, yeah. So with that being said, when they were talking about Simone Biles taking time off and she was just like, I need to take care of myself and my mental health and stuff like that. Where I'm going with it is these black athletes have decided that like we're here to say we're not going anywhere, but we're going to start taking care of ourselves and we're going to do things our way. Okay, so the way Simone Biles has been uh, performing and she's come back and she is doing wonderfully. So I'll be keeping my eye on her. I out on her. Um, Taylor Townsend played well in the U.S. Open. Um, let me just say, you've got a lot of um, athletes who are doing their thing. And Coco, I'm just going to be honest, I was happy for her. I was happy that she said, you know what? This is, you know, for all the haters out there. All of them. So, but I'm going to get into Coach Prime in a second. Let me get back to here. Hold on a second. Let me get my mind right. There we go. Okay, so back to this. Anyway, so I, I was really pleased with with um, Coco. I was really happy for her. She's put in the work. She's put in the time. Um, she's 19. So congratulations to Coco Corey Golf for winning the 2023 U.S. Open Tennis Grand Slam championship. All right. So look, we're going to talk about Dion. I didn't even pull up any clips because I don't even think I need to. There's so many of them out there. Uh, Coach Primetime, otherwise known as Dion Sanders. Let me just say this. We keep talking about how he has changed football and I am here for it. I'll tell you the reason why, you know, for years you've got Nick Saban doing what he was doing allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. You know, these power five coaches were getting out there recruiting all of these athletes. And what's not being said is, you know how you're not supposed to pay for athletes, but we know there were all kinds of shady deals done behind the scenes. Now I can't prove anything. So everything is alleged. But my whole big thing is, you know, he would, he's no different than, um, Who's the guy that also lost? I think he lost his weekend. Uh, Dabo Sweeney out of a Clemson. You know, they would get all of these players, okay, I guess what, what they call four, five-star players, and they would get them to come to these schools, and then these players wouldn't even see the field. But they were just so loaded on talent, and people just wanted to wear the uniform. Let me just say this before I get into Dion. I was asking... Uh, another parent who played lacrosse. I won't say names. And we were talking about what is it like playing lacrosse at one of these big schools. Now, lacrosse is not as big of a sport as um, football, right? But we were talking about how a lot of these girls would go to these schools just to say that they wore the uniform and they would have to wait years and years just to get on the field. And, And if they did get on the field before, then it wasn't meaningful time. Well, I've watched for the last couple of years, I watched, you know, when you see people who are going off to play division one lacrosse, I've watched what happens on TV and who's playing. 
And I'm just going to leave it at that. So you're competing, and I get it, like these schools want to win, but where I'm going with this is what Coach Prime has done, it was dismantled almost single-handedly the way college sports are going to be done because of the transfer portal. So I think you've got like Nick Saban and, and Dabo Sweeney and all these other Matt Rule and all of them. I know they're shook. I know they have to be shook um, because now they're not going to be um, hoarding all these players right now. My understanding was a few years ago before the transfer portal, like these players, they really couldn't go anywhere else. And I could be wrong, but they couldn't go anywhere else. So they would go to these schools, commit to these schools. These schools were making a ton of money off of all these kids and they couldn't go anywhere. So, yeah, they, they can suit up and say, oh, I played for Alabama or LSU. I forget who the um, coach is for LSU. But they couldn't get on the field. They were basically practice dummies. So now with the transfer portal, I think these young athletes are getting smart. And it's not just in football. Football is just the one that's being highlighted right now. But this is happening in another sport, too, because I know it's happening in lacrosse. I can't speak to, oh, and in, like, basketball. These kids are getting in the portal. They're allowed to monetize off their name. So now they don't have to rely on these schools doing any sort of backdoor deal. All they got to do is uh, market themselves. So now with this portal, this has changed college sports. What he has done has transcended football. So although people got in the portal for basketball and for lacrosse, you know, we, we saw after the NCAA with like the women's game, you got there was some sort of shuffling of the checker pieces. Football is really highlighting it. And so now you've got all these coaches in a tizzy. And the thing that makes this so great watching how Dion and his team, Coach Primetime, um, dismantled Nebraska was they were like, we're going to do it our way. At this point, it doesn't even matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you say. We're going to do it the way we want. So this is the thing. Let me go here for a second. I'm going to change this. All right. So what you see there is the Colorado. I'm going to make this big for a second. You see is the Colorado uh, schedule coming up. All right. So this weekend coming up, they got Colorado State. And you have Oregon and then USC. And this is the thing that's killing me about all of this, right? So everyone keeps saying like, oh, they haven't done this. They haven't done that. And I'm sitting here thinking like, now, look, I am not a major. Okay, let me get out of this thing because it wants to keep being pulled up. Okay. Uh, what? What is happening right now? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, stop it. Okay. I don't know why they did that. So look, check this out. Every week, I keep hearing all these people get on TV talking about, wait until they play this team, wait until they play that team. I'm like, first of all, why do you, it's almost as if like, they, they're they making it seem like, oh, well, you've got to play this team. And I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like, no, these teams have to play 
Colorado. See, because the way Dion has gotten in their head, he's like, these kids don't care. They believe in themselves. I should have had that Snoop clip where he's like, I want to thank myself. <laughs> I mean, these kids believe in themselves. So the way they look at it, the way I think they're looking at it is they're like, oh, no. You need to come see me. We have nothing to lose because y'all have dogged us out so much. You've talked about us so much. So I'm looking at this schedule. Next is Colorado State. Now, like I said, I'm not like this major uh, football person. Like, I like football. I enjoy football. But, like, I don't know the sport. Like, all of you diehards, I've been watching it. In my One of my previous videos, I said I started getting into college football. But, you know, I'm a sports person anyway. So the way I see it is... All these teams, all these coaches that are sitting there talking all this stuff, I think they're shaking in their boots because everyone keeps saying that these Colorado Buffaloes need to go see these teams. I'm like, oh, no, I think these teams are well aware. Like, yo, this could be a problem. This could be a problem. So now, you know, I don't know why I'm freaking myself out. But so now it's like. Well, what else is going on? I'm like, you know, these teams, they don't even, I don't even think they know how to prepare for Colorado. They don't know how to prepare for Colorado. Because Colorado has so many weapons, that transfer portal has been good to Colorado. You know, let me tell you something. Uh, All these hating coaches, at the end of the day, they know that they're not going to be able to hoard all those players because now these kids can jump in that portal and get to um, the schools that are going to give them the opportunity to play. They're not held hostage. And this is the thing that kills me. This People keep saying, oh, we need to see how they're going to perform against, um, let's see, Oregon, USC, Utah. Well, what's going to happen if one of those schools lose? What are they going to say then? Oh, well, this school wasn't that good. I'm like, well, maybe the Colorado Buffaloes are just the one that everybody needs to be looking out for. Look, I'm not predicting championships. I'm saying I think they're going to get a bowl game. I think that they can play. Hey, and, and I think anything is possible. Anything's possible. You know who I haven't heard from, but I didn't go look for it either. I haven't heard from the likes of Georgia. I think Georgia is like, let's keep our mouth shut. I could be wrong. Look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I think Georgia is like, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Okay? Because, um, well, they're not playing Georgia anyway. The only way they would play Georgia is if both teams made it to like a national championship. But I'm not even so sure that they will even give them the appropriate ranking to be considered for a part of playing in a championship. But like I said, I haven't even heard Georgia speak. I think Georgia's like, let me keep my mouth shut because right now um, I want to see how this team is performing week by week. But also all these so-called top power five teams. They're not looking so hot. Let me tell you what, what, what I enjoyed about this weekend. Now that, you know, I'm into the college football thing. So, you know, my buddy from my, um, I used to work with him and he's moved on to another um, situation. And we still stay in contact. 
you know what I liked about this weekend? So Texas, I believe Texas is part of the Big 12. I always jack up all these uh, Power 5 conferences. So Texas is slated to move to the SEC. I believe it's next year along with OU. Okay. And Oklahoma University. And uh, my buddy, so I got to give him crap. He's like, well, you know, this weekend, uh, Alabama's going to say, welcome to the SEC, baby. Because, you know, um, Texas and OU are supposed to move to the SEC from out of the Big 12 or whatever. And I believe it's the Big 12. I should know this because my, my school is in, is OU. That's where I got my master's from. Even though I wasn't on campus, they had to fly all the professors out to me because um, I was in the military at the time. So he's like, welcome to the SEC. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you think it's going to be that bad? He's like, it's going to be bad. Now, he, I'm going to be honest, he will enjoy the fact that Alabama lost because his school is Tennessee. But, he, you know, he's a, just a diehard fan. He's, I love it. He's great. But what's so funny about it is all this talk about, oh, well, you know, the SEC is the greatest, you know, and, and they were for the longest time. They had a stranglehold on the championships. But look, the SEC seems to be going down like dominoes. Look, didn't LSU just beat um, Clemson? Was it last week? I'm screwing up on my schools. No, I'm sorry. Florida State beat LSU. Beat the brakes off them. And now you got Texas coming from a non-SEC conference into the SEC. And they were like, hello, (laughs) hello, Alabama, Roll Tide, we're here. Where am I going with all this? If you can have a non-SEC school beat a so-called powerhouse school, what about Colorado? Now, granted, I think this is all within the conference or whatever. Colorado's got all those transfers. You don't know what's going to happen. And I think the landscape of college football is going to look different. This is going to look different. You know, a lot of people have a lot to say. I just look at it like this. I think we are seeing college sports play out through the eyes of college football. See, nobody else is talking about how quietness is kept. It's affecting other sports. These athletes are able to capitalize not only off of their name, but now they can go anywhere. We can see schools like Iowa State with Caitlin Clark, I'm like, who's going to Iowa? <laughs> Iowa? Oh, first alarm. That's the alarm that says I got to get up. But yeah, so look, I'm going to um, punch shortly, but I'm just saying. So getting back to Dion and his, his, his young men that are playing, let me just say this. They are being very unapologetic about how they are approaching the game. They don't care. I love every minute of it. And everyone's believing in themselves. They're like, I don't feel like I have to give deference to these other schools. What they need to be concerned about is me. They need to be concerned about us. I'm here for it. Coco Golf, thank the haters. You got um, Dion Prime. They get the hate Dion Prime time, Dion Sanders Prime time. I can't even get his name right. He's got 500 names. He's thinking all the haters. His son is thinking the haters. I'm here for it because they're doing it their way. 
they are not awestruck over any of these names. And I think deep down, these these colleges, they know, oh, this is going to be a problem. And like I said, I have not heard from Georgia, but I didn't go looking for it. Okay. What I do know is I think Georgia's probably the only ones that are keeping their mouths shut. Like, yeah, I think we're going to uh, sit this one out and let everybody else make a fool of themselves. And then this is what I have to say. I am a Giants fan. I've always been a Giants fan. And no one can never say I'm a bandwagon fan because I'm a fan, even when they're really bad. But let me tell you something. I think they're going to need Shador <laughs> and Travis, Shiloh, all of them for the Giants because the Giants – can't do anything against the Cowboys. It's just sadness. They need some help. But anyway, back to my point, and then I got to go. Uh, I think with prime time, everyone wants to come at him for the how he's dressing. They want to come out, like, because he's wearing his gold chains. I mean, it's not for me, but I don't care. They, they I, I even heard someone, like, question his Christianity. I'm like, the hate is real. The hate is real. <laughs> They're coming after his faith. I'm like, there's a bunch of haters out here. So anyway, I can see why they're like, you know what? At this point, it doesn't even matter. We're going to do what we want to do because people are going to talk anyway. And I'm totally here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Let me go. You guys heard my alarm go off. I have the early shift today. Um, My husband's putting my kids on the bus. Um, So I need to go make sure I get in and get out. And uh, let me know what your thoughts are because I'm here for all the shenanigans. All of the shenanigans. Anyway, talk to you guys soon.